Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Listeners, welcome to another episode of Thinking Outside the Boombox, your number one source for hip-hop and R&B news. My name is Ahmad, and I am your host. It is Sunday, May 24th, and this is Thinking Outside the Boombox, the podcast that gives you everything you need from the hip-hop and R&B genres. Um, I'm excited to be back this week with another um, spotlight on a TDE artist. This one might be my favorite out of all of them. Um, But before we get into that, before we get into the meat of the podcast, I do want to introduce the sponsor for this week. The sponsor for this week is the Black Pod Collective. Um, They're a podcast collective that was created to fill the void of adequate representation for African-Americans within the podcast industry. They provide support, visibility, and educational resources to ensure that our community has the tools needed to start, grow, and sustain their platforms. Um, And they provide programs, workshops, events, and membership um, that allows for our community to come together and grow. So if you are... Um, an African-American podcaster out there and, you know, you want a community, you want to figure out what are the ways that you can uh, grow your podcast, sustain your podcast, this is definitely the place to be just for $5 a month um, on the basic membership. You get, um, you know, cross-member promotions, access to member-only events like meetups and um, uh, workshops like there's marketing workshops, social media workshop, things like that. Um, so yeah, I think it's definitely worth it. So shout out to them. You can go to blkpodcollective.com 
to get more information. And I'll make sure all of that is in the newsletter as well. So this week, um, what we're going to be doing, um, you know, I'm going to hit you with a song of the week. Um, we're going to do the press play segment where I talk to you about some of the new things that happened since last week in the hip hop and R&B genres. And then in the dig deeper segment for this week, the meet TDE series continues. Um, and this week it's Schoolboy Q, and I'm very excited about that. I think outside of Kendrick, Schoolboy Q is probably my favorite TDE artist. So I was excited to be able to, you know, uh, dig a little deeper into his past projects. I haven't listened to a few of them in a while. Um, and, you know, while doing the research, I stumbled upon an opinion of my own where I, I think... I think I might be of the opinion that Blank Face is a better album than Oxymoron. But you're going to have to stay tuned through the end of the episode to hear my thoughts on that. So, um, before we, before I give you the song of the week, um, you can follow the Twitter, the Instagram, the Facebook at TOTB, the podcast. Um, and then there's also the podcast newsletter. So if you want to if you want to join the mailing list, uh, I'll pull up the website here. So um, to get the podcast newsletter, the best way to do that is to join the mailing list. If you go to thinkingoutsideoftheboombox.com, uh, right at the top of the page, you can put your email in, and boom, after the same day the the stream drops. So tonight, uh, you'll get the podcast newsletter for the week, and then every Wednesday, this is an added incentive to join the mailing list. You'll get a curated playlist um, every Wednesday. So four Wednesdays out of each month, you're gonna get a different playlist that every month is gonna rotate with songs. So this upcoming week is the um, the Dat New New playlist. So this is the playlist. Um, it'll have ten of my favorite songs um, that have been released in May. Uh, so that's always going to drop uh, the fourth Wednesday of the month. But there's also the chill R&B mix. There's the 90s and 2000s throwback mix. And then there's the hype mix. So that's a lot of high energy turned up music. So, um, yeah, you definitely want to do that. Join the mailing list. You can only get those playlists if you join the mailing list. Um, but just in case you don't um, want the playlist, you just want the newsletter, and you don't want to be on the mailing list, on the website, as you can see here at the top, if you just go to the newsletter tab, every podcast newsletter is featured there. So, um, but yeah, and uh, uh, keep keep uh, watching the Instagram because uh, there's always new content coming to the Instagram probably about five days a week. There's something that you can interact with and, you know, get some more information on uh, on Instagram. So without any further ado... Uh, let's jump right into the song of the week. This shit my favorite song. You just don't know the words, but I still fuck with you. You just ain't never heard. It go like this shit my favorite. Welcome back. Uh, the song of the week for this week is actually a song that was featured on the album um, that I made my throwback Thursday this past week. Um, so that album is Complex Simplicity by Tedra Moses. Um, that album came out in 2004, I believe. Um, it was the only album she would drop for like 10, 11 years. And it's an amazing album. Uh, Tidra has, 
the amazing ability to be able to embody a lot of different styles that were present in R&B at the time. Like she had her hip hop R&B focused songs. She had her neo soul type of songs, and then she had the like pop R&B songs, songs like the style that Destiny Child uh, mastered that she could do as well. She was very um, multi-talented and very versatile. And so the song of the week for this week is probably my favorite song off of that project, and it's called Take Me. Um, this song fits more into the neo-soul uh, vibe for Tidra. Um, it features Raphael Sadiq, who produced the track, um, and then he also sings on it. And together, their voices are amazing. They have great chemistry on the record. Um, and I think it's it's one of the the songs that really shows what Tidra can do. Like it's it's like okay, she's she's got the juice. So I wanted to feature that um, song because it might be a song. It's so it's so old at this point, and it wasn't super mainstream when it came out that it might be a song that a lot of people might not know about. So I wanted to feature it here. So the song of the week is Take Me featuring Raphael Sadiq by Tidra Moses. Um, so without any further ado, let's jump into the press play segment. press play segment um, as you may know is separated into three parts there's the things you should check out uh, the rumor mill and the announcements and um, the upcoming and recently released albums so let's jump right into those things that you should check out so a few music videos dropped this week Um, the first is the music video for pop shit so reason who um, last week he was a part of the Me TD uh, spotlight that I did along with Sir. So he dropped off a new song called Pop Shit. And it features Schoolboy Q, um, who I'll be talking about a little later. And the music video is kind of reason holding like a listening party for a lot of industry execs. And then a separate reason, there's two of him in the video, um, like kind of invades the party and holds everybody up. Um, and it's just a high energy, very entertaining video. Q does his thing, like the energy he gives to the song is perfect and the video and the visuals reflect that as well. So definitely check out Reason's new music video. Um, Dreamville came through, um, you know, it's been a minute since we've heard from them. Uh, their director's cut of Revenge of the Dreamers 3 dropped way back in January. And I think they've dropped off maybe a music video or two since then, but it's been a minute. So they dropped off a music video uh, for one of their songs, Don't Hit Me Right Now. It features Guapdad 4000, Boz, Young Baby Tate, Buddy, and Kaz. And the music video is dope. For a second, it seemed like maybe they had filmed the music video recently because nobody was in the 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 scene at the same time until the end when they were all together so I was like okay this is a music video they clearly filmed before the pandemic and they're deciding to put it out now you know you got to generate buzz throughout the year you're dropping album in January and you still want people to be talking about it you got to you know keep dropping releases throughout the year and so they're definitely in that format and they dropped a, a new video um for one of the you know slept on tracks from the project so definitely check that out um Janae Aiko dropped off a new music video for her song called One Way Street um, with Absol. Um, that's a slept on song from that project. Absol is dope, and Absol and Janae have been collaborating for years, like a very long time. Janae 
Um, for some reason, I don't actually know why. Maybe it's just because um, I think she's from Cali as well. Um, but she's had a really good relationship with everybody in TDE. You can see Janae on Kendrick, uh, Absol, Schoolboy Q's projects from like way back when. Maybe even J-Rock. I guess we'll find out next week when he's spotlighted. Um, so yeah, so she's been... Um, you know, a friend of the TDE camp for a while, and so you'll always find her on their songs or one of them on her songs. So Absol gave her a verse in the music video. It was pretty dope. It's a chill vibe, like Janae's songs usually are. So definitely check out that music video. Um, Big Boy dropped off a music video um, from like seven years ago. So in 2013, he dropped an album, Vicious Lies and Dangerous Rumors. I think it was his second. Um, solo project after outcast stopped making music um and so there's a song on there called tremendous damage and he dropped off a music video just this past week for it um which features a lot of like clips of like his father um and then him and i think he he said that it was just a a vibe that he thinks people could use right now because people are losing people out here and stuff like that and so he just wanted to release a video for it so go check that out as well um a couple songs that were released, Tyler, the creator, released his song Boyfriend, which apparently I didn't know about this. This was a song that you could only get if you bought the physical copy of Igor. Um, and so now it's released. Um, I think it's out on YouTube. So you can definitely it's the exact same vibe as everything else on Igor. And it even features some of the exact same instrumentation as one of the songs on there. Um, so if you, you know, itching for some more Tyler, you can definitely check out his song boyfriend um and then lloyd dropped off a new song called slow wine baseline um it features teddy riley and the song samples keith sweat's song right in a wrong way and that song was produced and written by teddy riley so um lloyd and teddy riley it's a it's a smooth jam and that's something that lloyd knows a lot about um and it was a dope song i wasn't expecting it so definitely check out uh that new song from lloyd um, a couple things in the announcements. Uh, J. Cole just earned 10 new plaques from the um, RIAA. They're the, the association that distributes the gold and the platinum plaques and stuff like that. And so J. Cole just got 10 new plaques. And so now every song from his album, For Your Eyes Only, is gold or above. So, And I think he also got... Um, some Dreamville songs, I think, went platinum or, or gold or something like that. So, yeah, 10 new plaques for J. Cole. And out of those 10 songs, only one of them had a feature. So, you know, he's continuing to, to shine with this new mode of his where, you know, he kind of keeps it in-house and just does his own thing. And he's been getting a lot of success from it. So I'm glad that he's making the music that he wants to and that he's being recognized for it. Um, but on a, you know, a... a more unfortunate note, the Dreamville Fest, um, which I think was set to take place in uh, North Carolina, has been canceled, of course, with the pandemic and everything. There's just no way that they were going to be able to, to hold it. I think it was going to be in a couple of months or something, maybe, I don't know, I think maybe like August or something, but they went ahead and canceled it. So uh, that was unfortunate. I've heard that the the one from last year was amazing. So We'll see what they do when things are back up and running to, you know, get things going again. Um, and now the upcoming and recently released albums, um, there were a few that dropped this week 
that want to talk about. So first, this past Friday on the 22nd, we got three new projects that I think are worth your time. Uh, one of them is Wanna by Gunna. Um, right here. Um, so yeah, so he's got, you know, some features from Young Thug, Lil Baby, Roddy Rich, Travis Scott, you know, all of the people that generally collaborate with um, Gunna, and I think those are probably the songs that you should go to first if you just want to, like, find out, like, what the hits are, because it's probably those, um, but Gunna's definitely been a, a dope upcoming artist, um, over the past few years, and so this project was heavily anticipated, so you definitely want to check that out, I don't know why the artwork, um, isn't showing for the people watching the stream, um, but then... Who else dropped? Young M.A. She dropped off an EP. Um, and that was called Red Flu. Um, so it's like seven songs. Um, and, you know, she hasn't dropped. Last thing I, I heard her drop was probably that feature um, on Eminem's album. I think it was Unaccommodating. But, yeah, so Young M.A. has a new EP out. That's always exciting. Um... Coda the Friend dropped off an album called Everything. Now, I don't know much about Coda. Um, you know, I haven't really listened to a lot of his, his projects, but he's been kind of on my list for a while, and then I've been hearing good things about this project he just dropped. He's got features from Joey Badass, Boz, Toby Lou, Kyle. Um, so this is definitely a project that is worth you checking out. Um, and so upcoming, apparently on the 29th, so that would be this upcoming Friday, Lil Yachty is dropping off his, um, project Lil Boat 3, um, so look out for that. On June 5th, Run the Jewels is dropping off Run the Jewels 4, so we're getting even closer to that dropping. And then on June 12th, Pop Smoke, um, his posthumous album, To Be Announced, the title, um, is expected to drop so we'll see what happens with that um so yeah that's everything for the press play segment for this week you can find all of that in the podcast newsletter however you want to get that um so any links any music videos anything that i talk about you can uh go to the podcast newsletter and check that out so now uh let's get in to the dig deeper segment the boom buffs it is time for the dig deeper segment as i mentioned at the top of the hour um this week um the meet tde series is focusing on schoolboy q um one of my favorite artists from tde ever since um you know back when tde was really just him Kendrick, Rock, and Ab Soul, when it was literally just Black Hippie, that's when I really got into all four of them, um, and besides Kendrick, Q always stuck out to me as somebody who was, he was the one to watch, you know, they're all good, but something about the energy and the personality that Q had, it was like, I definitely gotta keep up with this dude, so, um, let's get started with Schoolboy Q, 
So his real name, Quincy Matthew Hanley, um, he was born in Germany as his father was in the army, but he grew up in South Central L.A. with his mom. Um, as a teenager, he joined the 52 Hoover Gangster Crips. He sold drugs. That's something that he's talked at length about in his music. Um, he had been writing verses in his teens, but nothing he took too seriously. And then when he was 21, he got arrested and went to jail for a few months. And he remembered 50 Cent advising anyone who got out of jail to try to be a rapper. And since he had no prospects and he had a baby on the way, he decided to start taking his music seriously. So 50 Cent was actually one of the people that inspired him to really start getting into rap. So he actually started working with TDE back in 2006, back when they were just an independent record label. Um, They didn't have a major label backing. Um, he started recording at their studio and making music with their artists, who at the time was just J-Rock, Kendrick, and Absol. In July of 2008, he released his first ever mixtape, Schoolboy Turned Hustler. And then after that release, he officially signed to TDE in 2009. And it was actually his idea for J-Rock, Kendrick, and Absol and himself to form a rap group. And that's how Black Hippie was formed. In 2009, he also released his second mixtape, Gangsta and Soul, which was his first release under the TDE banner. In January of 2011, he released his debut album, Setbacks, exclusively on iTunes. Um, The album was incredibly well-received and even debuted at number 100 on the Billboard 200. He got a lot of visibility from this album and even headlined his first show that year. Um, Q explained that the concept behind the album was that he was rapping about all the things that kept him from accomplishing what he wanted to accomplish. So drugs, wasting his money, etc. Those were some of his setbacks. And so this saw Schoolboy introducing the world to his impressive flow pretty early. He's actually mentioned that um, he gets his rhyming style from Jay-Z because he noticed that Jay-Z rarely utilized the same flow or schemes on every song. So Q challenged himself to keep his flows pretty fresh, similar to Jay-Z. So, like, he was talking about how, you know, sometimes I give you 16 bars, sometimes I do 14, sometimes I do 18, sometimes I go straight through with, like, 56 or something like that. He he wants to keep his flows fresh and never um, never be predictable as far as how he raps. Um, he didn't get into anything too introspective on setbacks. Uh, but he did showcase some versatility. Um, almost half the album was produced by the TDE Trust or the Digiphonics, which is Taby, Soundwave, Willie B, um, I think Day Free as well. Um, and they gave him some great beats to work with. Numerous times during the album, Q was rapping over some straight-up jazzy, alchemist-like beats, which is something that we've seen less of in his current iteration. And I think the standout tracks from this album are his collaborations with his black hippie counterparts. So that's What's the Word with J-Rock, that's um, Druggies with Hoes with Absol, and that's Birds and the Bees with Kendrick. He also has another Kendrick feature on that um, album, but I think Birds and the Bees is definitely the better one. Uh, he also received help from Janae Aiko and BJ the Chicago Kid, who are two frequent TDE collaborators. And to foreshadow, um, Q's music definitely takes a turn when he releases Oxymoron, but what he gives us on Setbacks and the album that follows Setbacks are really balanced projects that are authentic to himself and full of promise and really makes you excited for what's to come next. So in 2012, he released his second album, Habits and Contradictions, primarily through iTunes. 
And as I re-listened to this album while doing research, as soon as it started, I remembered how good Habits and Contradictions sounded. Sonically, it's just better and more memorable than Setbacks. And I think that this kind of started a shift in Schoolboy Q's sound. At this point in his career, Q was no longer gangbanging. He had a daughter he was raising. So his verses got a little more introspective, actually a lot more introspective. Um, and it made his persona even more interesting. Like, he was the gangster with a conscience, you know? Like, in the album opener, um, Sacrilegious, he speaks openly about his life as a gangbanger, but he seems to regret some of his actions, and he hopes for forgiveness for some of the things that he's done. It was an incredible way to start that album. Um, similar to Setback, some of the best songs on the album are his collaborations with his black hippie uh, bros. So there's Too Raw with J-Rock. The sequel to Druggies with Hoes from Setbacks, which is called Druggies with Hoes Again with Absol. And then there's Blessed with Kendrick, which is probably one of my favorite songs from 2012 and probably to this day still one of the best songs Schoolboy Q has put out. Um, it's a dope song that sees Q reflecting on the blessings he has, and it has a touching verse to one of his friends who lost his son. And then, of course, Kendrick came through and murdered his verse. Now, unfortunately, due to some clearance issues, Three songs from Habits and Contradictions aren't available on any of the streaming platforms, and that includes Blessed. And I didn't even really notice this because I just had the album from back when <laughs> I just downloaded it back then. So I had it before the streaming services, so I never noticed that songs were missing. But when I was looking at the, the streaming service versions of Habits and Contradictions, I noticed that like Blessed wasn't on there. Um, there's like a couple other songs that aren't on there. So when I drop the podcast newsletter, I'll make sure that those songs, like the YouTube links to those songs, are featured so you can listen to them. Um, this album also sees the hit song Hands on the Wheel, which sees Schoolboy Q and ASAP Rocky teaming up over a sick Pursuit of Happiness sample by Cuddy, and they turned it into a banger. So Schoolboy Q is definitely really confident on this album. Um... And while he certainly has no problem with braggadocious gangster rap, he showcases a lot of emotion throughout Habits and Contradictions. His verses are full of vivid imagery for every street tale that he weaves, and it's really the perfect setup for his next album. So in 2012, TGE signed a deal with Interscope and Aftermath Entertainment, so all of Q's future albums would be released under Interscope, so he had a major label backing all of his albums, starting with Oxymoron. Um, for the rest of 2012 and most of 2013, he did a lot of touring. In March of 2013, he was featured on the same XXL freshman class cover as Absol, along with Trinidad James, Joey Badass, Logic, Action Bronson, Kirk Bangs, Travis Scott, Dizzy Wright, Chief Keefe, and Angel Hayes. Um, and also similar to Absol, he got a Grammy nomination for Album of the Year for his work on Macklemore and Ryan Lewis's album The Heist. So in February of 2014, um, he released his major label debut, Oxymoron. Let me drink some water. So I won't spend too much time on Oxymoron, as, as you well know, um, and I'll actually show it here. As you well know, Oxymoron made it into the Elite Eight round of my Best Hip Hop Album of the 2010s tournament. Um, so my appreciation for Oxymoron on this pod is definitely well known. Oxymoron, you know, 
before I started doing this research, I thought that Oxymoron was his magnum opus, his most important album. Um, I'm starting to to change my, my thoughts on that, but we'll get to that. Um, everything Schoolboy Q set up on Habits, he took to the next level on Oxymoron. He, he tells tales of street life, but with remorse and with recognition of how his past life could affect his family. Like, Oxymoron is a movie. The production is the best we'd ever seen for Q. Uh, TDE producers handle half of the album, but he also gets production from Mike Will Made It, Pharrell, Tyler the Creator, The Alchemist, and more. Um, some of the hottest artists in the game from 2014 show up for this album, like Kendrick, SZA, J-Rock, Tyler the Creator, 2 Chains, BJ the Chicago Kid. He even gets some dope verses from Raekwon and Corrupt. And every feature seemed authentic to the album and to Q rather than just a bunch of big name features to bring visibility to a major label debut. I really thought at the time that, you know, all of the features, you know, kind of made sense with, you know, the persona that Q had and the album that he would make. Um, Oxymoron took off and it ended up being Q's first number one album on the Billboard 200 and it could be argued that Q's gripping verses on habits and contradictions are just as good and potent as what he delivers on Oxymoron but I think the cohesion and production takes this album to that next level and puts it above habits and contradictions. Now in July of 2016 he released his fourth studio album Blank Face LP I will admit that when this album was released, I think I was riding the high of Oxymoron so much that I didn't give this album the credit that it was due, that it deserved, simply because it wasn't Oxymoron. But Q was evolving, and hear me out, Blank Face is Schoolboy Q's 808s and Heartbreaks. Now, I don't mean that in a way that implies that Blank Face inspired a new sound and a bunch of upcoming artists. But what I mean is that this was the album where Q experimented the most in sounds he hadn't previously experimented with. The album features a lot of Q singing. It's very melodic and just altogether different from his previous releases. And to be honest, in hindsight, I think that it could be argued that Blank Face is just as good, if not better, than Oxymoron. So... Oxymoron was a shower, but Blank Face was a grower. Like, Oxymoron was an immediate hit with Q's dark cinematic tales sticking with you while it's taken me this long to really realize the beauty of Blank Face. I think Blank Face is to Oxymoron what To Pimp a Butterfly is to Good Kid Mad City. Oxymoron was an album authentic to Q's story and his releases, but it was way more commercially appealing. Not in a bad way, just that the songs were way more commercial in many ways. Um, while Blank Face is the uninhibited album that Q wanted to make. It features just as many enthralling, gripping street tales as his previous projects, as evidenced by the album bookends of Torch with Anderson Pac and Tuki Nose too. Q kind of loses the completely dark theme and vibes of Oxymoron and led by some engaging production, he introduces a charismatic gangster rap album that's enhanced by his unique personality. Um, it's musically complex and it shows a range that I didn't know Q had. His verses are urgent and almost every song is catchy. 
Um, his flow surprises you in a way that they don't on Oxymoron. He embraces melody more than ever before in this album, and it unveils a more versatile Schoolboy Q than anticipated. Um, the album shows that Q can take his street tales and make them appeal to an even larger audience, and I think that is one of the reasons why this album is so strong. It's not a perfect album. Like, the song That Part with Kanye doesn't seem to fit in the context of the album, and the song Over Time with Miguel is really just a miss, but, you know, there's not a lot to hate about Blank Face LP. Mm-hmm. That Part is the biggest hit from the album, um, and it sees Q finally collabing, collaborating with Kanye, an artist who he's interpolated or been inspired by in previous songs. Um, but it's not the best song on the album. Um, his features don't overshadow him. They make him better. And besides some background vocals from Kendrick all over the album, this is the first album where neither J-Rock, Kendrick, or Absol um, are featured. And Q shows that he doesn't need them to make a great album. His realistic and relatable stories of his experience are enough to make his projects compelling, but the way that he tells his stories on Blank Face is the most refreshing thus far. I think that the the delivery of Blank Face, how catchy everything is, uh, the melodies that are all throughout the album, the incredible production, I think it puts it a step above Oxymoron and you know, it's it's close. I think that they are two amazing albums, but they are two completely different albums. And I'm just, you know, really starting to realize that I think Blank Face might be better. Um, Blank Face earned Q a number two spot on the Billboard 200. He lost the number one to Drake's Views. But I think it's, it's ever more evident now that Q should have got his second number one with that album. Um, so at the end of 2016, he announced that he'd be releasing his next album in 2017, and then release date after release date got pushed back, especially in 2018 after Mac died, who was one of his closest friends, and then Nipsey died. And so finally in April of 2019, he released his latest album, Crash Talk. So this is uh, close to three years after Blank Face was released. Um... Q has been able to make completely different albums on every time out, and Crash Talk is probably his most somber album to date. It still continues his run of like high-energy album intros with Gang Gang. The hit single Num Num Juice is a short but effective banger, and then you got Floating in Water that adds some energizing hits to his catalog. Um, this album contains some of those trademark Q touches, but for the most part, Crash Talk kind of slows everything down. Um, there are definitely a, a number of great songs on the album. Tales, Crash, and Attention are some of the most thought-provoking songs on the album, while Lies with Ty Dolla Sign and Dangerous with Kid Cudi are some of the most unique vibes on the album. But I walked away from this album disappointed, and I think it's because of the expectations that Q set. So when asked about the scope of the album, Q told Zane Lowe in an interview that Crash Talk is more so... I'm going to quote him. He said, it's more so my life after I made it to the point of Schoolboy Q. I gave you me, but I never gave you the other side of me. The father, the dude that's actually happy, the dude that doesn't be in the hood just hanging out, the dude that's trying to put his homies in position now. I'm not a deadbeat father anymore. So I thought we were going to get one of the most introspective albums ever from Q with multiple songs addressing him being more than just an ex-crib and whatnot. But we didn't get that. 
he does talk a, a little bit about raising his daughter in Crash, but the lyrical scope of the album was about the same as his last albums, but not as exciting. Couple that with the uncharacteristic Travis Scott assisted single Chopsticks, that was just not great, and you're kind of left with an album that underdelivered. Um, it's not a bad album, but up to the like with the standards that Q had set, Crash Talk, you know, it it didn't reach them. Especially after his last three albums with Habits, Oxymoron, and Blank Face were just so good. Um, it was a lean album with Q not wasting any time, and it definitely had many songs with mainstream appeal. And it still earned Schoolboy Q another top ten album coming in at number three. But, you know, Crash Talk just, it was definitely a step down for me. And at the time when Blank Face was released, I thought Blank Face was a step down from Oxymoron. So I was like, man, that's two steps down that he's taken since Oxymoron. But now I'm starting to realize that, if anything, after Oxymoron, he took a step up with Blank Face or at least stayed the same and then went down with Crash Talk. So it wasn't as bad as I previously thought. So it's been over a year since Crash Talk was released and we haven't heard much from Q, except he did announce very early this year, like in January, that he was putting out another album in 2020 and that he's been working on it since Crash Talk. Now, Q has said himself that he's a drop every two years type of artist, so I expect the album to drop next year, especially since the pandemic probably set things back. But, you know, besides Kendrick, Schoolboy Q is a TDE artist that I most look forward to. He's a wild card. He's a great, charismatic rapper with flows for days and a modern take with a unique perspective. He's a gangster rapper who kind of revitalized the West Coast gangster rap sound. And I know he'll rebound from Crash Talk, and I can't wait to hear what he has next. So that is all um, for the Dig Deeper segment, and for the Meet TDE series with Schoolboy Q. As you know, I have been updating a playlist. Um, actually, I can show you the playlist. Um, I've been updating a playlist uh, every week after every episode with songs um, from each of the artists that are featured. So currently, this playlist, 98 songs, about six hours worth of music, and it features music... Uh, primarily for Lance Skywalker, Zakari, Absol, Sir, and Reason. So five artists so far, and we got 98 songs. After this stream ends, I'm going to add the Schoolboy Q songs. That's another 20-something songs. And then next week, uh, the spotlight is on J-Rock. Um, and then the week after that, I'm going to finish up the series with SZA and Isaiah Rashad. So get this playlist. Um... The link is everywhere. It's in the podcast newsletter. It's in um, it's in the notes. If you're listening to the um, the audio version of the podcast, it's in the the podcast notes. Um, so definitely get this this playlist. There's a Spotify one too. Um, what else? So yeah. So um, school of IQ songs will be added in after the stream podcast newsletters coming out tonight join the mailing list get those playlists every wednesday get the podcast newsletter after every stream follow me on instagram twitter facebook new content on instagram like five days a week with throwback thursdays new music fridays um uh, a bunch of different stuff um so stay tuned for that um but yeah and and tell your friends about the podcast you know if they just listen to the audio version subscribe uh, rate and review on wherever you listen to podcasts 
if you're just watching the body or watching me live on Twitch, follow the stream. I can use more followers. You see that um you see that follower goal at the top, trying to get to fifty followers. We got ten right now, so I'm let's I'm trying to just, you know, keep that going up and up. So tell your friends about the podcast. Um so I'm very excited. Um I love these meat the meat series and T D is one of my favorite labels, so I'm I've been excited to do this. Um and I'm really excited for like this playlist. Like this playlist is gonna have just like so much good T D E music in it for that could last you days, you know what I mean? Um so yeah, um shout out again to the sponsor, Black Pod Collective, B L K P O D Collective dot com. Um if you're an African American podcast that just wants some more resources, definitely go there. The basic membership is five dollars a month. Um yeah, I'm excited. Um I will be back next week. You know, I'm I try not I haven't been trying to be super consistent about a day just because with the way things have been, the pandemic and everything, I wasn't sure if I'd be able to like consistently at the same time deliver. But uh, Sunday at four o'clock central has been pretty great for for doing the podcast. Um, so I think that's what. Yo, we got a new follower. Hey, shout out to Davy Boy two thousand seven. Um, um, yeah, Sundays at four. I think I know who that is too, Davey. Shout out to you, man, uh, for following the stream. Um, so yeah, Sundays at four, I think has really been working. So I'm going to try to stick to that. So every Sunday at four o'clock central, um, you know, we'll be right here. Um, I'm excited to finish off this meet TDE series. I'll be back next week. We'll be talking J-Rock who has a story that, um, I don't think a lot of people really know about, like, he has a redemption story for real, like, and that's not just a play on the, his last album title, uh, Redemption, like, J-Rock has gone through it as the first, first, maybe second, it's, it's a little debated whether Kendrick or J-Rock was the first one signed to the label, but, you know, one of the first artists signed to TDE, he's gone through a lot, so, I'm excited to dig into J-Rock's catalog and talk about his story next week. Um, You already know what it is. Um, This has been Thinking Outside the Boombox, your number one source for hip-hop and R&B news. Follow me on all the platforms. Um, I will be back next week. Peace. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.